Welcome. My name's John. I'm Michelle. I'm Amanda. And we co-founded Uplift Kids Together. Today we're talking about giving, which is this week's featured lesson. And this lesson has one of my favorite videos that we link to of any lesson. It's called I Like Being 98. And it's about a woman named Evelyn who's 98. And she decides that she can still find ways to serve in her community. She has her driver's license taken away just because of her age. And she decides that she's going to go back to the DMV and pass the tests and get her license back so that she can drive one of her neighbors to get groceries. And it's just a really touching video because of her decision to still be serving and also just her spirit and attitude I find very infectious, which opens up a conversation in the family that no matter whether somebody is young or old, we can all help out and experience the benefits of helping out. Michelle, do you want to talk to some of those benefits? Yeah, I'll actually start with a quote that we have in the lesson. It's a quote by Elizabeth Dunn, and she says, let's stop thinking about giving as just a moral obligation and start thinking of it as a source of pleasure. And I love this quote because I think we often do think of it like this is something I need to do. And I think we've all had times where maybe we've been in a bit of a funk and there's a way that giving the health benefits of giving sometimes come just from going outward and we can feel our mood increase. When it talks about pleasure, there's chemical releases in the body when we give that make us feel good, that change our brain. Like, let's think of this as a source of pleasure. It fits so well with the video because Evelyn is filled with pleasure when she is giving and she's living to 98 years old and still full of life. And so it's just a symbol of how this attitude of giving can benefit ourselves as well. What I love so much about that is it just reminds us that the things we give are just a symbol of the only thing we really have to give, which is our intention to show care, to show support, and to show love. The objects of giving don't really matter. It's what's behind them that matters. And it's so important for kids to see the value that whatever they have to offer, that is enough. So whether it's time, whether it's attention or words, a prayer, a drawing, small acts of kindness, sometimes, especially around the holidays, we focus just on material giving, and that's important and that's valuable too. But there's so many ways to give. And we're better at emphasizing with really young children the variety of ways of giving. Like when a toddler comes up to you and they have a pile of mud and it's covered in leaves and sticks, like we treat it like it's just this most sacred offering because it is, because it's what they have to give. It's beautiful. But we can keep that spirit with other kids um, or as kids grow older so that they can remember if it's a, just a little bit of time or a drawing or a, a letter, all of those things are priceless gifts and offerings. Yeah, to help kids see how their strengths can correlate with giving is really critical. So we don't get into a myopic worldview where we think, oh, giving means this one thing. It means a purchasing a physical present that's expensive, for instance. 
when we are able to be still and reflective, we might discover that giving could be writing a very vulnerable, heartfelt letter to somebody. And that might actually be way more impactful and in some cases way harder than just giving them a physical present. And so opening up the possibilities for giving can help kids understand that we're talking about a range of things and we're talking about following your inner compass and your unique set of strengths to be able to provide for the world. And that can also be very pleasurable because it can help us see that we're aligned with what we feel is our deepest callings in life rather than working against them because we think, oh, the way I give isn't the way that I should give, right? So helping kids tune into, well, what do you want to give and what can you give can be really helpful on that front. John, that reminds me of a story. When I was in high school, I had a friend give me as a gift a mixtape, and it was the best gift. That gift kept bringing me pleasure for years and years. It was just a plastic cassette tape, but that friend had put so much thought into what songs might go on this in the mix, and I listened to that tape until it gave out, and it introduced me to some songs that I still love today. So it's just the reminder that whatever it is we have to give from our heart, that's perfect. And if it's meant to um, benefit someone else, that's, it's just what it needs to be. Yeah, I think about that person that gave you the mixtape and think like that probably, maybe it felt like effort and maybe it didn't. But back to your point, John, like we all have strengths. And I think often we're giving in ways that just are so natural for us. We have some kind of a gift or a talent or something we do well, and it just pours out of us. So I think as parents, we can also really point that out to our kids. Oh, wow. Notice the way that like when you come into a room, you naturally smile at people. You're giving the gift of your smile. I have a a family member that just is so good at at giving compliments to people, strangers. And I see the way that they, like, as I move through the world with them, I see the way they light the world up with this gift that just naturally pours out of them. So really a couple things you've said, like really seeing this not as just physical objects, what are the things and the ways that we can give our time, energy, smile, compliment our words. And then also, yeah, really as parents, pointing that out as a family, like point out to each other the ways that you just, this naturally bubbles out of you into the world. Yeah, it's beautiful. It reminds me of one of the sources that we point to in the lesson, an Instagram account called Tiny Kindness. And it's just wonderful to read the stories of people who have given something and people who have received something. These very small ways of giving, whether it be something intangible or tangible, can be really illuminating. As we wrap up, let's talk just for a moment about how giving can sometimes be co-opted by the ego. The ego has a way of finding anything to puff itself up, including spirituality, including meditation, including mindfulness. And giving is another way that the ego can be puffed up. Any thoughts about that, Michelle? 
Yeah, that's so good. So yeah, we've talked about like how it feels to give, how it feels to receive. But yeah, the ego can get caught up in the way that privilege comes into this, like, oh, this is what I have, and I'm going to give it because you don't have this and I have this. So maybe it looks like, oh, I don't need these clothes anymore. I'm so good. I'm going to give them to others. And it's the leftovers. So it's like, where does that giving come from in you? Give things that actually really matter to you. And the more that you give something that matters or matters to the other person, that's where that spiritual giving comes in. It's not just what you don't want anymore or what you don't need. It's not the leftovers. And it can be a chance to really talk about privilege, to really talk about that there are people that don't have those things. And that doesn't make you better that you have that thing than someone else. It reminds me of a practice that one of the resources gives to families as a way to talk about giving as a family. Some parents are hesitant to involve their kids in conversations about charitable contributions because parents don't want to send the message to kids like, oh, look how great we are. Look how much money we're giving to organizations that need it. So a way to take that energy out of it is to gather as a family and to have you know, a hundred marbles that represent this is the capacity of our family to give. What do we care about as a family? And how do we want to distribute these marbles? And that way, it doesn't matter whether the family giving budget is $10 or $10,000. It's the energy behind it. It's the heart behind it. And it's a family gathering together to say, what do we collectively care about? And what do we want to invest our family energy into? That's a lovely practice. We also have one in the lesson that talks about filling envelopes and seeing fairness based on that and seeing how you might give in this pretend circumstance that can help kids understand the finite sense of giving as well. I think that's it for today. As always, if you like this podcast, go ahead and leave a review. And if you want to sign up to get full access to the lessons, you can become a subscriber and get a free two-week trial. Thanks so much. Have a good day.